So let's look. I got an email here from Terrence McNichols. Hey, Terrence. Uh, oh, parents or Terrence? Parents. Parents McNichols. His first name is Parents. <laughs> Um, yeah, but I, uh, uh, wait, uh, wait, is that bit going anywhere? No. Okay. <laughs> I didn't want to. But I like Parents McNichols. <laughs> I like the idea of somebody's first name being Parents. Um, Parents McNichols, get over here. Get over here. Hey everybody, welcome to Tapes, Tapes, Tapes. This is a podcast about old movies from our, and probably your, childhood. My name is Evan William Crockett, and this is my trusty co-host... I'm Josh! I'm Josh. <laughs> hey Josh, what's up? So, yeah, I'm so sweaty. <laughs> Hate being in. Are you? Did you did you get my sweat from last week? You seem. Did you catch my nervousness? <laughs> no, I'm just incredibly. It's a. It's been a hundred degrees for two days in a row here in Castor Valley, California, which is oh where I God. live. Yeah, I know. It's it's wild. Where do you live, Josh? Well, Chicago. Yo. Well, we're we're best friends. Uh, Josh is out there in the Midwest. I'm out here on the West Coast. We've been best friends for probably too long. Um, we come together once a week to talk about old movies from our childhood, and hopefully you enjoy it. At the end of the episode, we give it a rating of be kind and rewind or eject and reject, baby. <sighs> I, I, yeah. I get, I do it too. Josh is very present for this episode. Um, I promise. I, <laughs> did you Evan actually? And I had a little talk, we, and I'm very present. Yeah, what's up? Did yeah, it's uh, it sounds like it. I think it's going to really come across that you're super present and engaged in active listening in this episode. Yes. What were you saying? <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. No, I'm like no. It, 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 there's like a weird heat wave going on here in uh, in the old the old Bay Area. San Francisco isn't too bad. Like I I worked from home today, which I I kind of regret actually, because it was Why? really really fucking hot. Whereas in the city, it's it's more temperate. It's more like seventy seventy five. Oh, you don't um, really get a lot of that in Chicago. It's kind of the same everywhere, except maybe in the suburbs, but. Can't oh, really you, it. you don't have like little mic. Yeah, San- Bay Area is is all about those microclimates, baby. Where we live. It's in- all that elevation and wind. <laughs> is that the new? Is that the new uh, theme song for when we get into weather talk? <laughs> it's like the most yes. the most boring. Can you imagine something more boring? to hear on a podcast hey let's listen to two 31 year old white dudes talk about the weather from a month ago (laughs) hey if you like the show give us a rating on youtubes and uh itunes if you really like the podcast if you especially like the weather we'll make a weather podcast we're gonna call it um veins 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 because you know weather (laughs) Weather veins oh my god (laughs) Oh, Josh, what a beautiful boy you are. Well, what did we watch this week, Josh? Oh, 
what was time to review it all? Watch it. We watched a little bit of Matrix show from 1995. It was a We watched a little movie called <laughs> Richie Richie Rich. Richie Rich from the only correction I have for you is 1994. You were very close. Well done. Wow, really? Yeah. Man, I just pulled that. Okay, cool. Yeah, 1994's Richie Rich starring none other than Macaulay Culkin. Um, McClacky himself. McClacky himself. No other, at least from my side, no other real stars. Did you recognize anybody? Oh, uh, I recognize people, but if I had to put a name to it, nope. Claudia Schiffer makes a cameo. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Jonathan Hyde, who like has been in a lot of stuff in like the 90s. Oh, uh, the guy who played Herb. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I can't even think of what he was. What is he? What has he been in? I don't know. Uh, uh, that name does sound familiar. But anyway, 1994's Richie Rich. Um, oh, he was in Jumanji. He played the 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 hunter. Oh, okay. He was the hunter. Oh, wild. Um, but yeah, this one was definitely. Um, how do we do this part of the podcast again? You chose Which it. Which part? Or you offered oh. it. You offered it. A, you Let me get a synopsis. A, you offered a selection of, of films, and and uh, you chose it. So I'll ask you about why you selected this one after this wonderful, vamping, beautiful synopsis. Take it away, Josh. Oh, oh, wait a, oh, man. I really got to make this good then. Okay. Don't let me down, Google. Oh, Okay. Uh, let me get the mic really close to my face. Hold on. All right, this yeah. is going to be fun. This is going to be nice for everybody. Okay, can you hear me? Okay, here we go. Okay, all right. It's got a uh, 24% on that Rotten Tomatoes. Okay, nope. Richie Rich. Okay, here we go. Richie Rich, Macaulay Culkin, has every toy and any little boy could ever want. <laughs> yeah. In addition to an... Ad- in addition to an adoring mother and father, uh, the one thing Richie doesn't have is friends. When his parents suddenly go missing, Richie suspects an executive, uh, John Laroquette, Lar- in the family company is to blame. Setting out to solve the mystery, Richie hooks up with a group of kids who prove they must who who proved they might just fill the void in his life while helping him save his folks filling the void in his life yeah okay yeah but that's not really how it's presented that was a weird synopsis (laughs) dude that's a really dark synopsis but honestly it's 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 still true is it though but they don't they don't they don't insert themselves into his life he basically buys them I mean, yeah, that's well, a group of kids who prove that they might just fill the vote. That's a, yeah. that's a weird, I don't know, to me that was a weird synopsis, but that's the one that we're working with. Um, yep, thanks, <laughs> Rich, Google, Richie Rich, man. So, I think this is our first, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think this is our first Macaulay Culkin movie on the podcast, right? Yeah, this is our first Culk. <laughs> Cult life, and that's the first one. <laughs> this is our first Kulk, dude. Well, I'm I'm pretty impressed that this was our our first Kulk. You know, I think we we got to give a little bit of. Um, I, I, I'm kind of curious as to your impressions of the Kulk. Um, were you in general? Yeah, like were you a Kulk boy? Have you ever have you ever gone down the rabbit hole of being fascinated with him and like his 
his downfall and kind of, you know, all the drugs and like his relationship with Michael Jackson. Like, have you followed any of the Kulk drama? Well, to back up. Uh, back that thing I mean, up. I was definitely a Kulk boy growing up because look at me. I, I didn't know how to ask. <laughs> I didn't know like, how to ask. Ma- Macaulay Culkin was essentially like my, like I looked into the TV and I saw myself. Okay. Yes. I looked exactly like Macaulay Culkin when I was growing up. I had like the same bleach bon- blonde, kind of like almost the bowl cut, but still not. Mm-hmm. It was me. Big ears. Oh, do you have big ears? Or, I, you... I mean, they protruded a lot when I was younger. When you were younger. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was I was gonna say that you like there's some similarities in in your look. Yeah. You're both blonde. You're both like kind of pretty. You know, I might yeah. did you like how my voice cracked when I said that? I'm real nervous <laughs> about talking. Did you get nervous? No. Um, yeah, Macaulay Culkin. So yeah, he's he's such an interesting character. I feel like. Um, and one one of the most one of the things that was most interesting about this movie um or or him in this movie was that like this was kind of his last childhood movie after this was it? yeah after this one he took he took kind of a sabbatical for like he did a couple of things here and there he was in a music video with Michael Jackson he did something for Sonic Youth um, but he really wasn't in anything until I guess he had like a guest star or a, a cameo appearance in Will and Grace. Um, but this and Pagemaster um, were the last movies that he really did. Oh wow, Pagemaster was last. Damn. Okay. I think yeah, this one might have come out just after Pagemaster, but but yeah, so it was kind of. Kind of wild, which was which was weird to watch. Um, I feel like it's the one Macaulay Culkin movie that I really, really attached. Like I love, I loved it as mm-hmm. a kid. Yeah, but I just like it died with my childhood. Like I, ne- it never saw the light of day again. Like never heard from it again. Never called. It never wrote me a note and mailed it to me. And I never it. Like it, it's an X, and we haven't talked. In a long time. And then I talked to my ex, and here we are. Yeah, I watched this shit out of that. I think that we we probably have the exact same relationship to this movie. I watched the shit oh, really? out of this when I was a kid. Oh, big time, yeah. dude. And um, and then just never again. Like, this one was, I, I want to say, maybe even in the move. Like, I when we moved from, um, from Missouri to California when I was 10. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, th- I I think I just never watched it again. It never came up. Um, there yeah, was it a, just really dropped off the radar. There was a sequel, which I think was was somehow even worse than this movie. Um, but I'm I'm not sure. I I never saw it. Did you ever see that one? They use a different kid. I don't think it, I don't think it, I don't think it was. Yeah, it's like every Macaulay Culkin franchise that he exits dies with him. Well, except for, um, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like Home Alone 3, when they try to bring back, when they try to do it with just another kid, and everybody was like, well, we want to, no, we don't want to see this. We want to see the beautiful little Macaulay Culkin. Um, you got culked. Yeah. <laughs> you got culked. It's a little too close to you got cucked. <laughs> well, what's wrong with that? I don't know. Depending on what your search Hashtag cuckolding. 
Oh, we're going to talk about that and many more things right after this short break. We're going to talk about Puffle? Okay. Hey, Tapes, Tapes, Tapes fans. This is Morgan, your fan club president. It's season two, and if you're like me, you've been thinking about how you can pay your fan club dues. I talk to the boys, and it's actually pretty easy. We can let our friends know all about the podcast and that it can be found on Spotify, Apple iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and their website, tapestapestapes.podbean.com. Other than that, we can send the boys an email, we can pour our hearts out, we can write fan fiction, we can send in fan art, and we can send it all to 88tapesbaby at gmail.com. All right, I'm going to let the boys do their thing. Back to the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the... From the... To the... To the... <laughs> Hey. Alex Jones Comedy Hour. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome back to Alex Jones Comedy Hour. This is your host, Alex Jones. And I'm Alex Jones. Hey, Alex. Hey, Alex. So, <laughs> cuckolding. Great bit. <laughs> Hashtag cuckolding. <laughs> Hashtag cuckolding. Um... So yeah, watching this movie. So uh, kind of, kind of bleeding in from what we were saying before. Um, when I when I rewatched it this past, I think we watched it on Friday. Um, I remembered everything. I this is one of those ones that like there wasn't any part of it where I was like, oh, I don't remember that happening. I don't remember blah blah. Like I remembered the specific lines. I remember specific quips. I remember the whole like. Um, when, oh my when god, me too, dude. The butler was talking about he's like, My name is Herb Herb uh, Herb and she's like, Oh Herb? And he's like, I'm not a seasoning. Like I I remember that. I remember yep. when she was um when they were making like the big Mount Rushmore with their faces and the Italian lady who's using the big laser beam to to shape their faces, she's like, Suck in the cheeks. Like I thought that was I, I don't know. I just I remember wow. so much of this. We're, we're just like little little nostalgia bones, like little nostalgia bones here and there and there and there and there, all throughout the Wait entire like ninety minutes. Wait a minute. Do did we have like the same nostalgia bone experience unintentionally, like completely separately? Yeah, I think we did because I I think wow. we we both watched it in like. It must have the ratio just must be correct. Like we must have watched it the same amount, and then have been away from it at the same amount. Like somehow the stars aligned when we were both I mean, I guess it makes sense. ten years old, and they were like we're the same age. We're yeah. the same age within three days of each other. You know, God, how sad. Um, how sad. <laughs> so yeah, that, so my experience watching it was was like was like that it just i remembered everything and and it was still it was still delightful um but not good like not enjoyable <laughs> it's not a good like you know don't don't get anything i'm saying twisted it's not a good movie and it's actually fair i would say fairly to very problematic um which i i can talk more about but i'm i'm kind of curious like well it sounds like you had the same experience I think this is the root of a lot of problems. Do you, uh, do you actually think so? Well, 
Because I I kind of agree. <laughs> I so so just just for the I don't sake know how like political we want to get. Movie, well, let's say that. So anybody that hasn't seen this movie before, this movie is definitely like Macaulay Culkin and his whole gang of merry people, like living out essentially the white boy of the '90s wildest dreams. Which, yeah. So which is and it's like this idea that there's this kid. That just has everything. Butlers, money, like, rich parents. He and, can and, do whatever he and wants. The par- it's important to note, the parents love him. And they actually do love spending time with him. Like, they are the way that the parents are portrayed Well, of course is, they do, because fucking just another rich white family. Dude, I worked in banking in, in very affluent white areas. I gotta tell you, more often than not, and you know, no no shade to any of the any specific clients that I had, of course, that are listening to this podcast. But like, shout out to all all, all of uh, whoa, Evan's <laughs> if, a former client. If you want to really know that saying, that's like, money doesn't buy you happiness. Work in a bank in an affluent white area. They are the the people that come in. The more money they have. Seriously, the more the more inclined they were to be just total assholes, because they were just so totally like entitled and everything had to be their way. So there, there's just kind of like an expectation. I would much rather work uh, like I, I had much better and more positive experiences more roundly with people who either didn't have any money or maybe they were homeless and they were like cashing their once a month check that they would get. Like anyway. But can but can continue. You, you were talking about how this is like kind of a nightmare, <laughs> or not not a ni- not a nightmare, but just more like a dream, like every little white boy's dream in the nineties. Yeah, it, yeah, and uh, and it just like it. I don't think they were thinking about the cultural repercussions that that really has on everybody else, because it's like oh. This is the ideal world, but it's only for little white boys. Like, everybody else, whether you be a person of color or even outside of that, like, you can't have this. And it's just, that's it. And, like, that's this is the ideal situation, guys. So deal with it. And it just, like, it makes you, it, it, and it sets up this ideal life of, like, you can just do whatever you want and have whatever you want and it doesn't fucking matter and it's awful. Yeah, it just it didn't none of it made any sense. Like when if you apply and you know this this is one of the curses of of being 31 and and working for a living and paying bills and everything is like when you hear the dad say I've never fired anybody in my life. And then you also know that in this context, he's supposed to be like a Bill Gates type where he has like all of the money in the world. You just can't hear both of those things. It's just not possible. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it, it it paints very, very wealthy people in this light of like, oh, good. There are good. I mean, there are evil rich people like his uh, the guy who tries to steal from him, tries to steal all the money in, from the vault. Like, obviously, he's, like, a bad guy, but he's such, like, a two-dimensional character. But for the... Well, he's just, like, your regular, like, Wall Street stockbroker. He's, like, not even, like, a bad guy by, like, today's standards. Yeah, I mean, well, he is bad in that he tries to kill them. (laughs) 
I mean. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I had a hard time just watching this movie. I was like, God, I don't want to watch. <laughs> yeah, it it made. I love it. I remember it, and I'll like sing along with it. But God, get it away from me. It's it's really uncomfortable. Like I um. I I almost that almost kind of no I won't say it, it almost missed me like it I kind of knew going into it I was like oh boy here's like a movie about a rich white kid who's like the good guy so you know this is this is not going to age well and it's going to be very problematic for a lot of classist reasons but while we were watching it Morgan was like yeah this is really uncomfortable to watch um, and you know we we talked about it which is how I I. You know, it helped me flesh out my my own. Um, I'm stealing her opinion and using okay, it for well, my own. Well, at least give her credit. Give her credit. <sighs> it's hard for a white to do that. Um, it's also kind of telling that, like, this is the, at the end of Macaulay Culkin's um, film career because he probably could relate to this character. <laughs> you know, he'd been in plenty oh, of yeah. movies at this point, so this was almost somewhat like autobiographical for him well what do you have any response to that or no i mean you hit that on the head you know it's um it's scary because so much of what kind of like they idolize in that movie as like this is what people should want and all that stuff is like all the major problems it's all the major problems that obviously were i'm very aware of right now but also probably existed back then but it's like you would never make a movie about this today because yeah, no these are all the biggest problems. Yeah. I just, I can't imagine a movie like this coming out today. Oh, God. What a nightmare. Which makes me wonder, because I don't know the production company that put this out. I don't know if it was Disney or who. Probably wasn't. But it's probably not been attainable for a reason. Well, they it was based on... um. It was based on a, a comic. It was a it was a Warner oh, Brothers like a, movie, and there was yeah. a, a Harvey Comics, which is like it's like a Marvel or an Archie situation. Um, and this was their most popular cartoon, um, and it was uh, basically this was supposed to be like a nostalgia pick for our parents' generation. Because it was around from like the sixties to the seventies. Yeah. Um. So they, I don't know a lot about that one, but that sounds right. They they were kind of trying to ca- they were kind of trying to like double cash in by making a kids movie, but also being like, "Hey, parents, remember Richie Rich? Teach your kids. Rich people are cool." <laughs> um. Yeah. All right. Well, are we? Do do we have any like any other? You know, from from my perspective, I would say technically, it held up pretty well. Like, I think they used a lot of practical effects, which which still works. Um, I think that story structure wise, it's okay for a kids movie. Um, but I didn't, I didn't really have any problems with it. It just, my, again, my main problem was just the representation of like rich people (laughs) was, yeah, there's nothing, there's nothing special that sticks out of this movie in terms of performance or anything about it, but it's content is just like, 
it almost makes me feel bad that I enjoyed it so much. Yeah, I I feel the same way. I feel kind of guilty for being like so White familiar. Guilt. White guilt. White guilt. White guilt. White guilt. Um, here's one thing I will say. And I think that I've I've come to notice this more and more as I've gotten older. Macaulay Culkin's a terrible actor, isn't he? <laughs> He's just terrible. I don't know, dude. I had such a hard time just like even getting through this movie. I could barely focus on the performances. And I don't know. Macaulay Culkin just kind of feels like Macaulay Culkin. I almost don't put him in the category of like an actor. It's just... Macaulay yeah, but that's like we rewatched um, Home Alone not that long ago, or we watched it because it was on the TV when I was over at my parents' place for Christmas or something. And I don't know, I just or like Uncle Buck. Did you ever see Uncle Buck? No. Okay, yeah, he's he's in that, and yeah, he's. I mean, he's just the same thing in every movie that he's in. Which uh, most, I would say, most Hollywood actors are guilty of that. Like, think of Will Smith. But at least Will Smith or, like, Cameron Diaz or these days Robert Downey Jr., like, they're very watchable. Like, they're very committed to what they're doing. Macaulay Culkin just kind of sucks. I like his brother. Oh, what's his brother's name? Kieran Culkin. He's great. Oh, really? He's a good actor. He's He's in good stuff. He's in a new movie right now. I actually saw him uh, do uh, an off an off Broadway production of "This Is Our Youth" with um, what's his name, Michael Sarah. It was really good. Oh, really? Yeah, Karen Culkin. He's a good actor. Um, anything else? Favorite gags? Anything like that? Or should we just rate this belch? Dad not found. Dad, Dad not, not found. found. Dad, Dad not found. Found. Dad found. <laughs> uh, uh, the one thing that I remembered that I most nostalgia babied over was the uh, the voice activated vault. For some reason, that tech at oh, the time yeah. stuck with me as like, I want that shit. I want something voice activated. You want something where you have to sing to it to make it open? Yeah. I thought that whole, the whole idea of that was fantastic. I, you know, I will say, like, even these days, I, I was still tickled by the fact that this evil guy, the the CFO, was like, "I'm gonna get into their vault and I'll steal all their expensive shit." And then he gets in the vault and they're just like, "Oh yeah, here's our, all of our treasured memories." And he's like, "Where's the gold bars? Where's?" And they're like, "In banks." Like like a normal fucking person. Why would we keep it in a mountain? I know. I, I did. I, there was. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> oh gosh. Um. All right. Are you ready? I'm ready, bitch. All right. Hey. By the way, serious supper. What are you eating? No, Serious Supper Wait, is the one that's like... Doo, 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 oh, doo, 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 doo. Ding! <laughs> yeah, it's a wine glass. Oh. What are you eating? Um, food. It's um, what I have left in my fridge. Josh, what do you give 1994's Richie Rich, starring Macaulay Culk? I give it a forget and regret. 
Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no follow-up needed. Yeah, I think I probably am going to have to give this one a solid. As as per the the strict structure of the show, I give it an eject and reject. But as per... Yeah, I think that I can fully agree with, with your custom rating. Forget, regret... I just don't. I don't think anybody just, should ever like, see this movie ever again. You know what? It's actually like it's it's kind of a good like educational piece of just like okay. Do you guys want to know where so much of this like like why white people feel like they need to have entitled this and privilege? Yeah, and like they have no idea. Like what? This is just who I am. I don't have anything special. It's really shit like this. Like. Movies that are garnered to make you feel like you're gods among men and women. And, like, it's like you feel more... The story's about, like, trying to get connected, but it's just, like, with a little people that are in a different social and economic class that are people of color. It's like, but you're still better than that at the end of the day. Like, come, <laughs> come on. Yeah, it's you're still awful. better than them. Yeah, don't, don't forget. This movie... Yeah, this is this is really bad. Oh boy, you know what? I didn't give any thought to. I didn't give any thought to what to recommend instead of this movie, because <laughs> it's such a weird movie. Um, let me think. What's another one that's like? Because basically, this movie is like a little kid who's also James Bond and just rich. Yeah, was the original Spy Kids good? I don't remember. That's my recommendation. Go watch Spy Kids. My (laughs) my recommendation is uh, Spy Kids two or Spy Kids three D. Oh, what about the Shark Boy and Lava Girl? Shark Boy and Lava Girl three D. Yeah, that has the guy from uh, that plays Peter Baelish in. uh, you said Baelish, it sounded kind of like Billy Eyelashes. How about instead of watching Richie Rich, you fucking pay a personage and business to a local business owned by people of color? Okay. Yes, if you're thinking That's to yourself that you want to rent this on on Amazon or Google or whatever, which is probably what we did, <laughs> don't do what we yep. did. Instead, go to an independent um, persons of color or LGBTQ, you know, some some oppressed minority group. I, I don't mean to sound as dismissive as I sound. <laughs> like it's. It's really important to go to those places. It actually is. It's more important to oh to spend five bucks there than watch this piece of shit. Hey, Josh, do we have an email? That's the core of it. Yeah, we got an email from... Parents uh, McKinnon? McNichols? Parents McNichols? Yeah. Hey, How parents. did you know? Did you see it? Yeah, I saw it. Okay. Uh, here, do you want to read it together? Nope. Okay, so here it is. Uh, Hi, uh, Evan and Josh. Uh, Writing to you from Colorado, Oregon. Just wanted to let you know... Colorado, Oregon? 
What is wrong with this kid? Okay. Uh, writing you from Colorado, Oregon. <laughs> uh, What's wrong with them? I just wanted to say, be- best podcast ever. And he put a four in the center of the word ever. And that's Aww. it. That's all he wrote. Thanks, parents. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with this kid? Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> All right, well. All right, parents. I'm. I want whatever you're having, buddy. Oh boy, my God. Um. Well, thanks for thanks for listening to this episode. Tapes, tapes, tapes. I'm crying. Um. Yeah. What what a garbage factory. Um. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Bye. We love you. We mean it. We'll be back next week, and we mean it. We mean it. It's like we're threatening. <laughs> it's a threat. Don't you dare go anywhere. Don't you don't turn off that channel. All right. Bye.